Ready to make marketing suck less? On this series of bonus pods, each week I will help one business owner identify one action that solves their biggest marketing headache so that marketing becomes easier and more effective. Basically, I'll help people make marketing suck less. This week, we have Jen Hume from Hell Yeah Tech. She took the Discover Your Marketing Achilles Heel assessment, and we found out that she was killing it on nurturing her audience and making offers, but her audience was growing at the speed of sloths. Listen in as we break down what's happening with her audience growth and the one unconventional strategy I give her to accelerate that growth. Well, welcome, Jen, to the first official Make Marketing Suck Less Hot Seat. So I would love to hear from you first. Tell us a little bit about your business and what you offer. Okay. Well, my name's Jen. Hello. And I run, I call my business Hell Yeah Tech because I love tech. I love a back-end process. I love a system. I love configuration options, checklists, all of that. That's my happy place. And um, I realized when I started out in business, like that was my happy place. And it wasn't other people's happy places. It was people's nightmare place. I'm like, no, 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 we'll, I can do something here. So now I work with solo coaches therapists, consultants, to help them to streamline and simplify their websites and associated tech, and which gives them more time and focus, frees them up to focus on their clients, their marketing, their creating, so that their back end just runs nicely and like clockwork and simply and easily without having to spend ages doing tech firefighting and tinkering. Uh. I love that. That's such a big sigh of relief because there's nothing worse than when your tech breaks or you think you set up something right and then you didn't. (laughs) And then you're like, Mm -hmm. why isn't this working? So we definitely, us creatives need people like you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that impacts on you you as well. And I hate to use the word mindset because it feels like, oh, I should be saying, hey, it's mindset. I'm going to shove some crystals in my ears and then like manifest (laughs) something. (laughs) But it can really affect your mood. You're like, you know, oh, the tech, you try and do something, it breaks. You end up down that route of, oh, this is this is shit. I'm shit. This is awful what I'm offering, la, la, la. And it can just. Yeah. And most people, yeah, my thing is, like, I think most people overcomplicate it. Yeah, they definitely um, do. They definitely yeah. do. All right. Yeah. So tell me what feels hard about marketing your business? Oh, okay. Well, I made some notes. Okay. Um, bullet points. <laughs> it's like, it's the energy required, you know, the peopling side. I get tongue-tied. I think I get a little unclear on my message and results mm-hmm. because I find myself using a lot of words like, I kind of do this and I sort of do that. And I like, you know, do this kind of sort of thing. Yeah. And, that's I can hear myself saying it and I just feel myself sinking into the chair Uh, I'm not good on the spot either so you know Mm -hmm. I think that marketing should be a lot of like to me I see a marketing person I see someone who's talking fast waving their hands in the air thinks fast and that's just not me yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm hearing a couple of things. And the first thing you're talking about, the kind of sort of like that's a very common behavior, especially for women, hedging, like I I just do this, I kind of do this instead of really like owning, like this is what I do. Like I simplify your tech, right? <laughs> like I look at your tech stack and make it easier for you. And I think there's just, it. there's something there about like owning your expertise that always feels a little hard and a little, ooh, yeah. I don't want to say cringy, but it's it's like we feel like we need to soften it. And then that can make marketing hard. And also I'm hearing from you, it's like you need to figure out a way to market where you can do the planning and be more thoughtful. Like, you know, like LinkedIn lives or Facebook lives, like none of that is ever gonna be the best thing for you. <laughs> So I've been laughing at because my face just went, Ugh, I know, I know. Her face is like, oh, no, no. Oh. So, yeah, so it's really like creating marketing that, you know, allows you to be the thoughtful person that you are, which is, which, which you can do. Like, you don't need to be the person like waving their hands in the air and, you know, being live all the time and doing short form video and all of that um, because, that's never going to feel good. <laughs> no, and I know people that do it and I do it well and I like what they do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so because part of me is thinking as well, that marketer that waves their hands in the air with the big gob that's always like, you know, ever spouting words. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you always think of them as shady, unethical. But no, I know plenty of people who I completely trust, very ethical doing this sort of um doing Facebook, uh, not Facebook, like Instagram lives and all that. And I, yeah. I like that, but I wouldn't do it myself. Yeah. And that's okay because there's a lot of different ways to market, right? Like yeah. you should always, I always tell clients, I'm always like market to your strengths. Um, otherwise you're gonna not like marketing. It's going to really suck <laughs> if you're like trying to do things like I left Instagram because I don't like short form content. I feel like it's a really shallow way of communicating and that's not the kind of marketing I want to do. So yeah, we have to play to our strengths. So speaking of strengths, so let's look at your marketing Achilles heel assessment that you took. Oh, yeah. um, it seems like one of your biggest areas for growth is growing your audience. So what feels hard about reaching new people with your work? Scary. Frightening. Oh no, why is it scary? Um, because it's kind of like having to go out and meet strangers is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, going up and making friends is uncomfortable. I have a good habit of just saying the wrong thing at the wrong time and putting my foot in it. Yeah. Um, and I am potentially autistic as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I do struggle with understanding social cues and everything. Yeah. So that can be a challenge. So I see yeah, reaching when people say, hey, just reach out to your list, to not to your list, because I'm comfortable with my pen pal, my newsletter list. I yes. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're me. We're, we're in a nice, safe area together, huddled yeah. together. But you know, strangers on the internet, 
just reach out to people. I'm like, okay, that's just immediately frightens me. Yeah. So what are you doing to try to grow your audience? Are you? Um, I am, um, as I said, I'm doing my newsletters because I just love writing them. Yeah, it mm -hmm. takes me back to 80s and 90s when I would write letters yeah. for people. So that's yeah. comfortable. Um, I am actually on Instagram. I quite oh, okay. enjoy that. Um, I sat down and thought, okay, you know, what do I want to get out of marketing? Why am I doing it? And Instagram basically is just the beacon, like yes, saying, hey, I'm here. And I want it to lead people to me and eventually, you know, sign on to my mailing yeah. list to find out more. So I don't really do selling on there. I just put some stuff up, you know, put words up to, you know, um, to reinforce my main message about making your business sustainable, ethical, okay. automated, and stable. So I just put messages out there. So I'm like use that as a beacon. Okay. Um, I, like I also love being in front of other people's audiences. It's great. Yeah. Podcast yeah. interviews, yeah. teaching. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got a wing person then. I don't have to go in on my own. Mm -hmm. And that's lovely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So one of the things that I was noticing, because like you scored pretty solidly on making offers. So like you know how to position your work well and you have your framework dialed in. So that is great. But it feels like this knowing what to say in order to get people's attention and help solve their problem like that is the main struggle which then impacts like how you're able to grow your audience right nailed it yes yeah okay and one of the other things that i've noticed was that you have yet to survey or do like interviews of your existing audience and i feel like especially since you're so thoughtful um this is a huge opportunity for you to actually talk to people who have worked with you before or to do a survey of your audio your existing email newsletter list to find out like hey what feels hard about technology what would you like to feel easier about technology? Because then, you know, like if I could wave a magic wand and make all of your tech issues go away, what would your business be like, right? So by asking some of those questions, you're gonna drill down into what their problem actually is, what they're frustrated about, and you're going to see like how is it impacting their business and what would like what are the results they're seeking with like the magic wand question and that will give you some insight i think that will help you reach those people who are having the same struggles with tech because i know like when you were talking at the beginning about like the checklists and like all the automations i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to do any of that. And so I feel like there's this opportunity, like if you can capture their language and ask them some questions, then that will give you this 
that will help you define your problem, which you said yeah, it felt a little muddy to you, like the problem you solve for your client. So it'll help you better to zone in on that. And then you can use their language. Yeah, I've done that before. Um, and that's worked really, really well. When I was, I used to work with people who were more in the starter stages of business. Yeah. And I, I moved now to people more in the messy middle. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that had worked. That worked so well. Having yeah. There. Yeah. So that's where, like, as for an action plan, I think that's the easiest place for you to start because that will allow you to create the thoughtful content. Mm-hmm. that you want to be putting out on Instagram that then would lead people to your list. Yes. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. I'm already envisioning building the form, which would be the <laughs> So that's your next step, right? Like I will send you the transcript where I talked about the questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't ask more than like five questions. You want to keep this like really easy for people to do. Um, and then send it out and see the responses that you get, because I think once you get some of that data back in, that can really inform like what you should be saying in your marketing to help spur the growth of the audience that you need. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Any questions? Um, I can't think of any because I'm terrible on the spot. That's all right. Straight off the list, I'll go, oh, I've got 20. Or tomorrow morning, or two in the morning. (laughs) I won't be ringing a bell. No, I just think it's, uh, you're keeping it small as well. This is something I I read in one of your newsletters about, you know, not focusing on all the platforms, not focusing on all the stuff. So Mm -hmm. just remembering, just keep these strategies smaller. Yes, yes, because, you know, I like when I do a marketing retreat in the Expert Up Club, we talk about the fact of like, I call it the do less but better marketing strategy, where it's like, yeah, you you don't want to be on every social media platform. I know you can cross post. I know that they have that capability, but it's really not doing anything for you or your business. So just like keeping things like small and easy because you're a solo business owner you're juggling like marketing and client delivery and that's really it's really hard (laughs) it's really hard it's a lot of work so um, why be everywhere when you can just focus in on one one platform or you know creating content in one specific way so yeah it's it's nice because that made me focus in on it and go okay what do I want to do and I've just gone okay I've just got three to five strategies here and my inner critic is going that's not enough you got it in for do less but better yeah (laughs) that is that is the goal that is the goal well thank you so much jen for being my first make marketing suck less hot seat Mm -hmm. and let me know how your client your voice of the customer research goes Okay, yep, we'll do it. Thank you for having me and being the first. Lovely. Yeah. Love it. I love it. Do I get a prize? <laughs> Do I get a certificate and rosette? Do I get a little logo to put my webs? There we go. <laughs> you, we'll give you a door prize now. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jen. Thank you, Michelle.
Are you ready for your own Make Marketing Suck Less Hot Seat and want to be featured on this podcast? To do that, you need to start by taking the Discover Your Marketing Achilles Heel Assessment, and you can do that at drmichellemazur.com slash marketing. And we'll see you next week for another bonus pod where we'll make marketing suck less.